Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, July the 1st. Today is not only July the 1st as we turn a new page in the calendar, but today is the first day of the second half of the year already, 2022. But it's also the first Friday. And on First Fridays, we honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Divine Physician. And our minds and hearts really turn to Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 11 through 18. John, chapter 10, verses 11 through 18. And this is a very familiar passage as well as a very familiar image that the gospel holds up to us. Jesus identifies himself as the good shepherd. And he contrasts the good shepherd with the hired hand, that is, the person who works for pay. And we know on the natural everyday level that those who are fully invested in something It often receives better care, better attention. If it's a restaurant, for example, or a grocery, and the owner is there all the time, along with their family very often, that the service, the quality, the whole atmosphere of the place is better attended to than if it is one of these chain stores that has multiplied and is maybe even in various states, sometimes even different parts of the world. It doesn't have the same uh, care and attention that when the owner is on the premise all the time taking care of that particular business or that particular activity. We can hire people, but no one substitutes for the person who is really the owner the person who has invested uh, their whole self into the activity that's taking place. We know that we can hire people to take care of our children. We can hire them for many things. But there there is no substitute for good, caring, attentive, present parents who are there taking care of them. I'm not talking about helicopter parents who are smothering their children. I'm talking about parents who are there by their presence, by their physical being, and are who are invested totally and completely in their own flesh and blood, rather than someone who is there for a paycheck. They may be very devoted, very caring, very good employees, but they will never take the place of one who is really a caring, good owner of that which they have brought forth into existence and want to maintain. And so Jesus refers to himself as the good shepherd. And the mark of the good shepherd, Jesus tells us, lays down his life for the sheep. He lays down his life. In other words, he's willing to give it his all, invest his all, in caring for the sheep, that when dangers come, when uh, the wolf appears 
or some predator appears, he doesn't run. He doesn't safety first for himself and let the sheep or let those entrusted care for themselves. That's their problem. And off they go. So Jesus will lay down his life for the sheep, which he will do. He lays down his life for us on the cross, taking upon himself our sins and our guilt because he is the good shepherd. He says, the hired hand, who is no shepherd, no owner of the sheep, catches sight of the wolf coming and runs away, leaving the sheep to be snatched and scattered by the wolf. That is because he works for pay. He has no concern for the sheep. His major concern is his paycheck or whatever he's going to get uh, paid for tending the sheep. Very different than the good shepherd. And Jesus goes on and explains what is involved in a good shepherd beyond that supreme sacrifice of the willingness to lay down his life. He says, I know my sheep and they know me. Now this knowledge that Jesus is talking about is not merely an intellectual knowledge. It's not a surface knowledge. He's talking about the knowledge of really experiencing, really knowing in an encounter, in depth, those whom the Good Shepherd is responsible for. We may know the name of someone, we may know something about someone, but it's very different than a good friend, a parent, a loved one, a relative, who knows that child, who knows that person, in a way that someone who simply has a surface knowledge will never know. I know mine and they know me. In the same way that the Father knows me and I know the Father, Jesus states clearly, for these sheep I will give my life. I will give my life for those who are following me. But not only is Jesus the good shepherd who knows his sheep and is willing to lay down his life, he says, but I also have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must lead them too. He must lead them too. In other words, Jesus is not simply the shepherd for a select few, for all who exist, all who have existed, and who all who will exist. Jesus is the one who will lay down his life. He will lay down his life on the cross. He says, I must lead them too, and they will hear my voice. They will hear, they will truly listen to the voice of Jesus for each and every day Jesus speaks to us. We say, well, God doesn't speak to me. Jesus isn't speaking to me. Jesus is shouting at us very often. It is we who have the hearing problem. It is we who do not listen with our hearts. It's not that Jesus isn't speaking. He speaks to us every day calling us to be and to do his holy will. It is we who have a problem listening. And it's not solved by a miracle ear or some kind of surgery or some kind of drops in the ear. 
It requires a listening heart, a heart attuned. You know the difference between somebody who is simply hearing you and somebody who is really listening, is invested. When you say to someone, I need to talk to you, what you're saying is, I need you to listen to me. Not hear me, but to truly listen to me. And Jesus says, the result of all of this is that there will be one flock and one shepherd. The one good shepherd is Jesus. And the one flock is all who truly listen with their heart to what Jesus is saying. And the Father loves me for this, that I lay down my life and I will take it up again. For Jesus not only lays down his life, but he also rises, rises from the dead. The cross gives way to the empty tomb and to Easter. The glory of Easter is the result of Jesus' loving obedience in laying down his life, making the supreme sacrifice. And I will take it up again. And this command I have received from my Father. Jesus comes to do the will of his heavenly Father. He's not operating on his own, in his humanity. He's not doing his own thing. He's always doing the will of the Father. And in that, God loves him, God the Father. For love and obedience go together. Obedience and freedom go together. For the person who is truly free is the person who is obedient. The word obedient means to listen, to listen and to follow, to listen and to follow. And each day we pray especially on this particular day, that on this first Friday of the new month, the second half of the year, let us today be truly attentive with our hearts and listen to what the Lord, the Good Shepherd, is saying to us, is speaking to us. And let us, in loving obedience, follow his example, let us say, yes, Lord, I'm ready. What will you have me be? And what do you call me to do? And I do it in loving obedience. That is the perfect sacrifice that Jesus showed us on the cross. And Jesus invites us. For in so doing, as Jesus took up his life at the resurrection, so he too, will take up each and every one of us to share in his glorious resurrection. God bless you.